Good news, guys. We're back on the Speedy Arrowcast. I'm your host, Dan Moore, and I'm joined, as I am so often, although it's been many months, by Messieurs Jean Moltz. Jean Moltz. <laughs> Présent. <Et> Monsieur <laughs> Guy Anglais. Mr. Guy Anglais. Hey, how's it going? Uh, we're back. Isn't this exciting? Yeah. It's very exciting. Uh, it feels good. I feels it great. feels good. It feels great. Yeah. John, first of all, I want to apologize to you. I know it's been many months since we've talked, but I'm really sorry <laughs> I kidnapped your wife and left your, your child alone. So I hope we can work through that. You sure. And I. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll try. We'll see. <laughs> okay. All right. I don't know. I can't. I'm not, I'm not sure if I'm in that space yet. Yeah. yeah, she's and, over it though. So yeah, so. apparently, yeah, <laughs> apparently she's not bothered and, at and, all. <laughs> and guy, I feel that when you go out crime fighting, you're being a little too aggressive. <laughs> That's kind of the way I go through life. Anyway. <laughs> well, we're here, of course, to talk about uh, the season four premiere of Arrow, titled fittingly uh, "Green Arrow." Four years in, we finally got to Green Arrow. Lame. <laughs> <laughs> could use more colors i had to use that that's a that's a callback that's what they call a callback in the business uh yeah season what well, was a season one right season one right john yeah. barrowman he's yep. have a conversation with malcolm yeah he yeah. suggested he suggested green arrow and and ollie said lame yeah uh well here we are i mean a lot has changed so you know we we sort of pick up here uh uh what do we we think it's what five or six months after the end of season three it sounds like Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we've got Felicity and Oliver living in the burbs. <laughs> and and a, and a delightful line, right? Felicity Smoke, you have failed this online. <laughs> you like that? Uh, I thought it was funny. I loved it. I loved it. I thought it was. It's cheesy. It's, it's cheesy, but it's funny. It's, yeah. It was cheesy. And uh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the AV Club comment, reviewer's comment. These guys have the weirdest pillow talk. <laughs> <laughs> um. I, I, well, you know, let's, let's do a quick, uh, sort of talk, uh, just briefly overall, what are your guys' feelings on this premiere? Positive, semi-positive, neutral, negative? Uh, I would say positive. Yeah. Arrow's back. And I don't mean I that thought... the season started. I mean, like, it's back to being fun and good again. Yeah. I, I would tend to agree with both of those assessments. I feel like they, even in you know, just the first hour, I feel like they ticked a lot of boxes that made it feel... I mean, there's still some angst going on, but there's going to be. You need the drama. Um, But overall, it feels fun. There are some great action sequences. The characters feel like at least they're being, you know, true to themselves in some way. And that's a big question because, you know, the sort of central thread of this this, uh, episode is Ollie trying to determine who he is now. Um, that's sort of the through line I feel like that we get running through is like, cause he left cause he didn't want to be dark and evil anymore. Uh, and now he's trying to figure out if he can, you know, fight for his city without succumbing to that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess our complaints about last year were, were that, uh, it was a little meandering, right. Yeah. And, and also a little dark. Yeah, well, I mean, and not to say yeah. that there aren't going to be, some, which is which is not, yeah, but there's not going to be but, darkness. You know, we kind of miss, we kind of missed the the lightheartedness a little bit. I, uh, I kinda, and so at least in this in this premiere, it seems like they've made it a little bit more lighthearted and without losing some of the the cool dark stuff, but but you know a little more fun. And we'll just have to see if if the, if the season ends up being meandering, <laughs> right? Although I feel like we're in a good place because you know rather than sort of um, slowly doling out 
who is the bad guy this season? Bam. He is right there. He is up front. He's in the first like 10 minutes of the episode. Yeah. Um, you know, we don't get his name immediately, but everyone, we all know because we, you know, pay attention to that sort of thing that the villain is Damian Dark, played here by the fantastic Neil McDonough, who, of course, exists in the Marvel Universe as Dum mm-hmm. Dum Duggan. Uh, yes. But also, I don't know if either of you ever watched Justified. Yeah. Uh, no. He had a fantastic turn as a villain on Justified, oh, which okay. this feels very similar to in some ways but like he's a guy who i feel like you put him down he can choose scenery with the best of them and he just sort of does that over the top villain thing very well um so i i'm pretty positive about i i enjoyed him we got a nice little twist with his character in that you know rather than just being sort of you know a badass fighter as we've seen from sort of a lot of the past villains uh, there is something else going on here, and we've sort of taken a, a uh, our first step into a larger world in some ways uh, with the addition of mysticism. Mm-hmm. Uh, my Freaky. favorite, my favorite line of which was when he's like, "Oh yeah, he's not a metahuman; he's mystical." And how, how do you know that, Oliver? I've seen some shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I paraphrase, but <laughs> I've seen stuff. <laughs> uh what do you do you guys what do you guys think about the mystical stuff we had a little bit of that last season but it feels like you know it's up front and center right here now do we uh do we want to do a recap do you want to do should we run through should we run through and yeah, then, and then talk to you john do you want, okay, yeah. okay all right <laughs> i actually took i actually took some notes oh nice. sweet all right so, so yeah so yeah we, so we start out we started suburban arrow um and uh and the you know just seeing the two of them living together and what their life is like and then we jump back to star city uh which is now star city right yep and the team formerly known as Team Arrow is attacking a truck, as you do. And it looks like they're winning, but then they don't win. And it sets up another one of these, can we do this without Oliver discussions. Um, Diggle says yes, but Thea and Laurel don't seem to agree. And then we jump to a city council meeting where there's a cop in a room, uh, but somehow a self-proclaimed bad guy just waltzes in and threatens everybody's lives. <laughs> They're clearly without, using you know, Star without even security. without Lance, yeah, right, right, without Lance even trying to do anything. Uh, and uh, we go back to Ollie, who's brunching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, brunch is and a he, central plot point in this episode, and, and he's but he's also planning to ask Felicity to marry. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Uh, there's then there's then we get in the flashback. I'll do the, I'll do the, wrap the flashback up separately later. It's, it's, to not jump back and forth too much, uh, but the the, uh, the our bad guys or Damien Dark makes good on his promise to kill everybody in that room except for except for Lance, who uh, somehow manages to get um, saved by Laurel and only shot in the in the shoulder. And just as Ali is about to pop the question to Felicity by sticking the uh, the ring into uh, a souffle, right? yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I always think that's a bad idea because yeah, it agree. seems like somebody's going to eat eat the ring and swallow it. Uh, but they, uh, Thea and Laurel show up, and they need the arrow back. So Oliver returns to Star City, and he runs into Diggle, who is reluctant to become friends with him again, obviously, because of the things that happened last season. But he agrees to let him help uh, as long as he's not giving the orders. And we also get find out that Felicity has actually been helping the team all along. Uh, and behind Oliver's back, and he suddenly realizes this, uh, but handles it fairly well. He's not like super mad about it, which is which is nice because it seems refreshing. like one of those things last season that somebody could have gone off on completely. Six and episodes stormed out later, of the room. how could you have lied to me? Yeah, right, right. Uh, 
And surprisingly, as we discussed earlier, Lila seems to understand why Oliver did what he did. And, you know, kind of in a way, probably just to set up the scene in order to have Diggle talk about his feelings about the whole thing. But, you know, she's she understood uh, Diggle still having a tough time with it. And the team gets a lead on where the bad guys are and they find Damien Dark dealing with his his the weakest link on his team by uh, making a few quips and then starting to suck the life force out of this guy's chest or something. Um, I'm not exactly sure what's going on there, but he puts the, his hand on the guy's chest and the guy starts going, he whammies him. Yeah. Yeah. He whammies him. And the team apparently, uh, cares for this guy or something because they, <laughs> they decide to attack at that moment, um, in order to save him, I guess. And during the fight, Thea goes a little punisher on one of the guys. And then the police show up and they're like, cheese it. It's the cops. We got to get out of here. And they uh, somehow they realize, and I forget exactly how, but they realize that the bad guys are going to attack the train station, the new train station that's being built. And, uh, and so they go to the train station to see if they can find a bomb. And Lance runs into Oliver and says, I thought that was you last night because he can apparently identify Oliver with a ski mask over his head, but not with spray paint across his eyes. <laughs> Listen, it's a, that's an advanced police detecting course. Yeah. Well, he is wearing the same jacket the next day. True. Oh, is that? Yeah. Also, now that he knows. Does it say Team Arrow on the back? (laughs) It's a members-only jacket. Right. And yeah, Um, he does know, and he's, yeah, whatever. But they realize that the bomb is not at the train station because it's coming in on the train. So it's time for Oliver to suit up in his brand-new Cisco-supplied 2015 Arrow suit uh, with, uh, with, you know, cinches and little like things on it that we can't really understand what all of it is, but it looks cool. And they hit the train station just in time to send everyone into a panicked run as Lance yells at them all to remain calm through a bullhorn. (laughs) Um, (laughs) The other thing that cracks me up there is that uh, Thea tells them all to evacuate, but shoots a smoke arrow. A smoke arrow. Which seems like the least useful thing to do when you're trying to right. clear out a crowd right. of I'm gonna people. Right. I'm going to make it hard to find the exits. Yeah. <laughs> Where's your uh, alarm arrow? Come on. Yeah. yeah. yeah anything. Uh, and uh, Oliver jumps onto the train with the help of Diggle. And what does he find? He finds Damien Dark, who reveals himself to be Damien Dark. And uh, so he shoots a couple arrows at him, and in, in which Damien deflects and sends he, he flying back at him. He Darth yeah, Vader's yeah, he him. stops them in midair and then sends them flying back at Oliver. And then he tries to suck Oliver's life force out of his chest before Diggle. I think he tranks him. With, with, yeah, like tranquilizer. Doesn't or seem to have much effect since he's gone. No, because the minute they turn around, he's gone. Yeah. And so their solution to the problem is to jump off the train and then blow it up. <laughs> also, maybe not the best solution, but hey. Well, you know, they're dealing with what they have. They have explosive. When you have explosive arrows, every problem <laughs> looks, looks like, like a something to blow up. <laughs> Uh, so Ali is back as the arrow, and he uh, oh, oh, hijacks oh, as the what? green as the yes. Well, he hijacks the city airways and proclaims himself the Green Arrow. And uh, then we cut to Damien Dark, who's performing some dark ritual involving his own blood before a visitor arrives. <gasps> and who is it? It is Lance, Shock. who says he uh, did not sign up for mass murder, but Dark informs him <laughs> Does that he's... anyone actually ever yeah. sign up for mass murder? Like, just like, oh, yeah, just put your name down right here, mass murder. Yeah. And but Dark by the way, join our says, email list. Yeah, yeah. He tells him that you signed up to help me, and I do what I do. So, uh, kind of a twist there. And... As if one to... WTF wasn't enough. 
Yeah, we go to Oliver's, Oliver and Felicity moving into the loft, and they have a romantic moment before we get an unprecedented, and I, I hope you guys caught this uh, this this pun, right? Uh, the flash forward, <gasps> which, get it, includes the flash. Uh, Barry and Oliver are standing over a grave six months from now, lamenting someone who we don't know. Who Oliver, Oliver says he will kill. Yeah, Oliver says, yes, Oliver says it was his responsibility, and he's going to, quote, kill him. And then Finn. Also, he also a Zoom reference in there too, and a Zoom reference. Sorry, right? I'm late. Zoom, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, it's you like know what? What it is. It's just like you saying like, ah, <laughs> oh, traffic, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, getting back to the flashback, the flashback is Oliver in uh, what is that? Coastal city, coast, coast city, coast city, coast city, uh, kind of like being Arrow uh, beta release. <laughs> kind of sucking. Point. He gets his ass kicked by a 0. random 5. dude. He gets like a his ass kicked by a dealer. Yeah, and falls into some electrical wires, and then Waller shows up and uh, takes him out for a drink, seemingly, but then um, apparently is only drugging him to get him on a plane. We see a to take Jordan him. jacket, leather jacket. Yes. Did you also see? The, so I was going to say there are two Green oh. Lantern Easter eggs. Oh no, I missed. I missed those. One is as as Guy points out when they cut to the bar. There's someone wearing a flight jacket that says Jordan on it. Oh. And then when he's in the very first scene where he's chasing the guy on the rooftops, there's a Coast City billboard in the back, which has the motto, in in brightest day, in blackest night, come to Coast City where the money's all right or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Kudos, oh. Arrow mm. producers. Kudos. Yeah. So anyway, she sticks him on a plane. He wakes up and uh, gets shoved off the plane unceremoniously with a parachute over the littlest island that you love to hate, Leanne Yu. Yeah, back on the island, I guess, to finish up his last year. Is that his last? Because it was three or four years ago now, they said. He spent five years on an island. So, well, he, oh, so he not, almost more? none of that was actually on the island. Hmm, okay. Well, the first two seasons he was on the island. Third season he was in Hong Kong, and now it looks like they just dumped him back on the didn't island. Didn't they dump? Didn't they? I thought maybe they had skipped a year somehow. Well, it implied that he'd been in Coast City for several months. So yeah, that's okay. part well, of probably the, Yeah, probably six months, right? Yeah, so Hopefully. I'm curious if at the yeah. end of this year's flashbacks, it will be done. We'll be back to the present, essentially, or back to the, the beginning of the show. Maybe. Yeah. I do like yeah. that they took a bit of a. They shook it up a little bit by saying, showing us six months in the future. Yeah, that's uh, right. That was a pretty different. So, all right, let's let's start out with the uh, our ever favorite. We'll resurrect from last year. Haha, ha, no pun intended. Um, the death pool. Who's dead? Oh yeah. Oh, uh, uh, Lance, Detective Lance. I think he is the obvious choice. Yeah, I think yeah. so too. He's no offense to him because I I do enjoy him though I know we had problems with him last year he seems like the most expendable character right now because the other two possibilities to me were Dig and Felicity and I just don't see how you could kill either of them definitely can't kill Felicity that would be sucky that would just take that show I, yeah, back I think down people the would not crap not like very much yeah if only um, because people love her well and people because love the, Dig but it I mean, would make him too dark again we'd go back down to like ah, I'm all angsty and dark because they killed the woman I love right like that would be yeah that would not be good yeah we've been there yeah exactly no right. need to go back yeah um i was gonna say i look forward to the inevitable episode later this season where it turns out that i want them to do this whole episode but from the perspective of ray palmer who's shrunk down to a little tiny size running around like <laughs> yeah. guys guys can you see me hey <laughs> yeah that uh that's kind of swept a little bit under the rug there right? yeah well, we I get mean, it's, this, it's he's shown on the in the beginning the very beginning but it doesn't 
Yeah, we're told you know, he's like dead. previously on Arrow, but it, they don't make any mention of it. Right. right? Everybody, other than other than Felicity being named CEO. Right. Of Everybody Palmer believes, Anderson. but we but Ray had put that into place before even mm-hmm. quote unquote dying. Uh, everybody seems to believe Ray Palmer is dead. They've renamed the city in his honor as now officially Star City, uh, which is the comic book yeah. name of Starling right. City. Uh, and he's on the billboard, like on the sign, on the sign when they drive in. Um, there's a picture of Ray Palmer, who's like apparently a carpetbagger, showed up for two years, died, and then they're like, "Yeah, that guy was great. We should name the city after." <laughs> um, the other nice Easter egg I caught was that they mentioned that where, um, where, well, there are a couple because there's first of all the truck is from Cord Industries, which we've seen a couple times now, which is Ted Cord, who is the Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle. Uh, Oliver and Felicity are, are mentioned as living in Ivy Town, which is another fictional DC city that apparently contains the university at which Ray Palmer works in the comics when he's a university professor. Also, very interestingly, as I noted, based on Ithaca, New York, where I went to school. Yeah. Um, so apparently it's got that sort of like, yeah, it's like a I- little Ivy League college town, apparently, although it looked more like suburban Vancouver. <laughs> um, yeah, and then we had the the two Green Lantern Easter eggs, as we mentioned before. Uh, we still don't have, we have um, uh, Speedy insists that she be called Red Arrow. Mm-hmm. doesn't work doesn't no. seem doesn't seem to take she seems a little more she seems more speedy yeah so uh and we still don't dig doesn't necessarily have a code name i think that's alluded to but he is wearing a fancy new hat yeah which seems awfully hard to see out of yeah it doesn't look as bad in the show as i felt like it might given the promo shots yeah but it does I seem don't, i don't think it look it doesn't look great it does seem impractical and like maybe there could be a better version of that uh yeah. But and it also did you notice that like I don't think it has a back. No. Oh like, really? Yeah, it's yeah. like a hockey mask. It's almost. just like a faceplate. Oh yeah, really? He like stole oh. Boba Fett's faceplate and just. <laughs> yeah, it's got like a Roman centurion style like cheek guards almost. Which is great yeah. if you're like don't want to get shot in the face, but not so great if, as John points out, you want to see out of the corners of your eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but he also has like a cool like he's got like a spring loaded gun holster or something they show in that first scene. Oh right. Yeah, his gun pops out of his. Yeah, he's got that old, uh, old West thing. <laughs> yeah, his Derringer pops out. Except instead of a Derringer, it's a Glock. Yeah, well, sure, you know, upgrade. <laughs> Cause, right, because it's Diggle. Uh, my only complaint with a quote-unquote realism thing in this issue is the high-speed train that can apparently make ninety-degree turns. <laughs> which if you've ever recognized retained is not advisable. <laughs> not a good idea. You have an inertia problem. Yeah, there. and you can blow the whole thing up with one arrow. So, well, I mean, it was already wired with bombs, right? So, like, there's a little, there's a help out there. Well, well, like, yeah, but I mean, I he guess, jumped. It's like he jumped off the train, right? And they, 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 I'm guessing they jumped off that somehow. I can't remember exactly. Yeah, if they, they show off. that part, or they just had them cut to them standing on the side of the the tracks. Mm. But uh, it seemed like the part that had the bomb in it would already be ahead, and he just blew up the back. He's of the really train. good. <laughs> but you know. Okay, that's fine. You know, that part. Yeah, I'm willing to suspend right? suspend yeah. my disbelief on, so, on most of that. A couple things I liked in this episode. One, I really liked that it's sort of Felicity who is the instigator for them going back. In fact, my yeah. favorite line from the episode is hers, which is, our friends need our help. Why aren't we already in the car? Yes. Um, I, like that too. I like that too. And that she's been helping them and feels like she's the one who can't leave because there's a purpose to it. And I enjoy their rapport is great in this episode. I yeah right and they, it, it, I mean they 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 have arguments but they they're clearly them like not adults. 
Yeah, right. They're clearly not like super mad at each other, which has been, uh, you know, one of my complaints about this show forever is that they seem to argue over the tiniest little things and it blows up into some, you know, like nobody seems to understand anybody else. <laughs> but they have arguments, but resolve them and are, you know, polite to each other. Um, even, other... even, even, um, I'd like that Diggle is upset with Oliver still. Because he lets him, I mean, Oliver gets away with being a jerk all the time, mm-hmm. but kidnapping your wife and endangering your <laughs> sub toddler, that's not, that's not, not cool. cool. Like, yeah. A, Although I do think Lila gets again, another great line where she says, if, you know, Oliver Queen always made the right decisions, he wouldn't need you. Yeah, um, I like that. Which, I mean, you know, as we've said in the past, Diggle is is essentially his conscience, which is interesting. One of the reviews I read pointed out that we have two of our sort of moral high ground characters are Dig and Lance, both of whom are keeping secrets now. Mm-hmm. Because Lance is working with Dark, which we should talk about in a second. And Dig, when Oliver say, makes a reference to Damien Dark running oh, right. uh, a hive of operatives, we get a flashback where Deadshot tells Dig that, you know, Hive was an organization that is especially responsible for killing or ordering the death of Diggle's brother. And he chooses not to share that information uh, with Oliver I or get, the rest yeah, of the team. Yeah, I mean, I guess just because he's mad at Oliver. I mean, it doesn't seem like there's much of a... One of the rationales reason. I read explanations in one of the reviews suggested that maybe it's because, like, he, he, it was like his personal investigation and he didn't want to get other people involved. But, again, I agree that it's a little bit... I can see him not being forthcoming for dumb reasons, which may turn out later to be like I, I people make dumb decisions at times. So I, I'm willing to let that one slide for Diggle just being like, I don't want to talk about it. He's done that a lot with regard to Andy, though. Yes. In the first season, he does it. Uh, he goes after Deadshot even before he knows Arrow. Uh, Ollie's the Arrow. I'm trying to remember. It's like the second or third episode. It's pretty early. Yeah, he does a bunch of stuff. Like when it comes to Andy, he's just a he's mm-hmm. he's pretty driven just doesn't really want to deal with anybody else so. yeah there's a, a little bit of a blind spot there um i like um laurel seems to be doing much better i'm glad that she uses her nightsticks correctly in a couple parts of this episode <laughs> that always bugged me she would try to club people with the handle part and i'd be like no 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 no. that's not right how that right works. Yeah. hold the handle um but she also seems like again she's come a long way and is a reasonable fighter without being like a totally dominant fighter I also yeah. think they dig, ditching the wig was nice, although it is hilarious when she walks into the police station the next There's, day uh, with no yeah. mask and like nobody. There's re- a lot of conversations yes. too that go yes. on yes. Like very <laughs> obvious situations, particularly yeah, particularly like in the in the police. It's just like having this open conversation about her her extracurricular activities in the police station, right? And her mask pretty much doesn't do anything anymore. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like when uh, in the train station. When Lance just he's walking up to Ollie, he's like, "Oh, the prodigal arrow returns!" Like he's basically just yelling at him. <laughs> hey, guys! <laughs> across, <laughs> across the crowded room. Yeah, hey, it's the arrow. That that's a terrible one-two scene for Ollie too. Where first Diggs like, uh, "You you can never be happy. You can't love anybody." Bruh, and then walks away, and then Lance walks in immediately. And is like, "Oh, you're bad, Dick face." You know, like yeah. it's just like a oh wow, uh, poor Ollie. <laughs> Poor guy. I feel uh, bad for him. The uh, I'm kind of interested to see where the the subplot goes because they make reference. The one thing I didn't mention in the recap was that there's a reference at the end when they drop him on the island 
to a target that he's supposed to go after. But there's no actual explanation of what the target is. Well, he's supposed to recon, right? Like, yeah. And then there's a soldier at the end who's got a gun pointed at him, mm-hmm. uh, which yeah. we don't really know anything about. Well, it hits him in the back of the head. Just like. Yeah, Man, right. I hate that element. <laughs> right, I can't even get thrown out of a plane. Yeah, he, he gets kicked out of the plane before. Yeah. I don't believe he is correctly wearing that parachute either, which is really no. not great. Yeah, yeah, it's not even it's not even cinched up in the front. Um, well, we saw Rachel Gould jump out of a plane last season. Yeah, it, it, he was just holding it, which is kind of, <laughs> which is pretty awesome. Um. So uh, what do you guys think about the uh, the Lance reveal? I don't understand it for the character. I just don't get it. Yeah, well, there's always, I mean, I'm not, he's done a lot of things that I don't understand. <laughs> well, I mean, I but, we yeah, add, but not add that to the bonfire like, of Lance's yeah. vanities. It's part of the argument, though, that we're not at this stage supposed to understand it because we don't know entirely what the deal is or yeah. what I don't know. Has he got leverage on him or is this something because he says, like, I didn't sign up for this. But at the same time, you know, Dark's like you don't have a ch- like I told you before, you don't have a choice. So, like, it seems to suggest that there's possibly some other some other element going on there in terms of uh, his coercion into this. Mm hmm. But. That's interesting. I wonder, yeah, well, I'm sure, we, well, we may get treated to a flashback explaining that part at some point. Lance doesn't uh, seem to be the kind and, of guy. And, I mean, it, I mean, I suppose it's possible that it leads up to um, Sarah returning. Yeah. Maybe there's some sort of, maybe he's making up a promise on that. I don't know. Like, he can take, get her in the, the waters at... Uh, yeah i mean i've been out of it for a while (laughs) (laughs) one thing i do like about dark's organization is that uh it's a splinter group of league of assassins but they don't feel like they have to do the same thing they just give them guns and be done with it (laughs) they 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 take the commando route rather than the ninja route which is nor do they seem to have that sort of mission statement problem with the League of Assassins, which was entirely concerned with succession capabilities, which is they basically this the first scene we have him announce his agenda is like, I want you guys to let this city die so it can it can, yeah. you know, be reborn into something better. Or so he says. But like that's you know, he kinda leads with the mission statement as opposed to the League of Assassins, which felt like it never really we're just we're a league, you know. We hang out. We're kind of like a club, like the Rotary Club, except instead of doing good things, we assassinate people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They weren't as well explained as they were, like in the Batman movies. No, I agree. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think other. So we have a we have a the hint of a speedy plot with her being sort of off her rocker, which possibly related <laughs> to the uh, her resurrection. Yeah. It's yeah. not directly linked yeah, here. Yeah, I kind of but... like how they, they jump into that fray in order to protect that one guy, and then she beats the crap out of somebody else. <laughs> well, <laughs> she takes her Possibly, sword out, Possibly, you know, like, could have killed the guy. Yeah, right, was about to kill the guy. Yeah, which is... That's a um, no-no. Yeah. I don't know why she had a sword. <laughs> you can't kill those people. Only we can kill those people. <laughs> I kind of wanted in that last scene where Ollie's doing the speech... Uh, about being Green Arrow, I kind of wanted like everybody else like lined up behind him. Granted, maybe that would have just been way too easy for people. Also, doesn't it seem really obvious that it's him? Like even with the voice modulator thing, he's pretty right. well lit, <laughs> and he's done this a couple times before, at least, right? Yeah, at least like, once. I mean, he did it. Someone just yeah. needs to drag up last year's footage, yeah, and like compare I mean, them. <laughs> he was on, yeah, he was on TV, and then yeah, I mean, I just hope they don't do the same thing where like he seems like he's the hero of the city, and then all of a sudden the city's like after him. 
I don't think they can afford to do that this season. I, Not just yeah. from a plot perspective, but in terms of it, like having done it so many times. Well, before. Bo- yeah, both in terms of like the meta plot thing, where it's like, yes, we played that card before, and also in terms of like the city is essentially falling down under the you know attacks of these commando guys. So it's like you probably don't want to turn against the one dude who's actually trying mm-hmm. to fight them. Yeah. One thing I do like in that it's classic Dick Oliver move is um, uh, Diggle, is a, he says, okay, I'm out of here. I got to go tuck my kid in. And Oliver's like, no, wait, just stay for one thing. We've There's one thing we've got to do, which is deliver a self-aggrandizing speech where he tells the city, don't worry, I've got this. Just, Why does Diggle have to be there? John's, to be just, there. John's just looking at his watch like, I stuck around for this. <laughs> yeah, like, Jeez, man. You don't need me here? The guy's full of himself. You, want, you need me to work the camera? What? <laughs> I need your login. Yeah. <laughs> I need your when, Skype password. When I left the city, I deleted all my accounts. <laughs> yeah, man, I got, I've got nothing anymore. Do any of you know how I can get back on Twitter? <laughs> is he so? Is he admitting to having been the arrow? Like, I don't understand. What no, no, is. I think he's saying the arrow is no. dead. Like, I think the whole thing is like, I am not the arrow. That was that guy. Yeah. I realize I look pretty similar to him, but just want to assure you, totally different guy. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it seems like he's trying to be a, like a completely different person, and you think that the people, the people it. in that city, have got to start wondering where all these archers are coming from. <laughs> Maybe we should shut down that archer academy next door. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one other thing I liked that goes towards the lighter side of stuff is when he confronts Damien Dark on the train. Uh, Damien's trying to get on the radio to his his henchman, yeah, and uh, Oliver says he had to get off at an earlier stop. <laughs> Which is like a little quippy comic book repartee. It's like not something he would usually say. I'm, so. I'm still workshopping this. Yeah, <laughs> but he cracks a joke, which is you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean he's a, he's a freewheeling fun. He's not the Flash or Spider Man, but you know he, yeah. he, he, he yeah. gets some lines. And, well, in there. And, and Damian Dark is much quippier than yes, this, you know, particularly. Yeah. Uh, well and that's interesting because like we get this feeling like sure everybody else like all the other villains we faced have all felt they're like pretty badass this guy seems confident in a you know reasonable way because he does basically hand oliver's ass to him Mm -hmm. um so you know he doesn't seem concerned at all and but part, yeah, yeah. but also also not in not like so freakily on top of everything as other you know he doesn't Like, he doesn't seem to know who Oliver is. Right. He's right. not like a, doesn't seem like a necessarily the sort of strategic and genius, it, but yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. And he doesn't like have that whole situation on the train in hand. Right. Yeah, he seems even like. Though, the, even though he wins that fight, he, well, I mean, he ends up losing that fight, really. He's he's a guy who's just leading through fear, right? Like, he's, yeah. he's basically, I feel like he's overconfident, right? Like, in the sense that he is very. Uh, very blust, lots of bluster, very boisterous, and doesn't seem to really concern like concern himself because he's so confident in whatever these magic powers he has, which we see a little bit of in that in one of those last scenes where he like chants and like cuts his arm open and then it heals up and we see some like runes or something in there. So like the idea that he's just so confident, he's like, ah, you know, I can't be hurt or whatever. Like he doesn't seem to feel like I need to spend all my time planning all these little nitpicky details. I'm just going to beat the crap out of these people. He seems super strong too. Yes, because he like throws him in like a into like a like a pole. Yeah, he's crunching like a lot of metal around him. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I kind of dig it. Uh, I look for it's cool that we have him right here rather than spending like eight episodes trying to figure out like who's behind these guys 
Um, it's a different take. I like that. Yeah, it seems like th- there'll have to be some other. There's another shoe that will have to drop at some point. Well, though. he says something about. Uh, he says to Lance, to Lance, something, something. When my associates come. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, well, yeah. he is the head of this group, right? So that implies maybe there's more, more operatives or more people showing up. Yeah. Or maybe they're not human. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Um, he like, he if he's chanting, you know, like whoever he's dealing with in the dark world in order to get these powers, maybe it's maybe it's something like that. If they're going to go mystical this season, maybe that's uh, yeah. Well, that's where it ends up. Speaking of, of sort of mystical, one one person who does not make an appearance this week is Malcolm Merlin. Yep. Mm-hmm. So we don't know what is up with him. He is at uh, last he and, we and left Nissa, him. Nissa is also going to be in this season, right? Because I think we've seen some previews that she's been in. I think so, just because it seems likely that the League of Ass- he is now the head of the League of Assassins, and that the yeah. League of Assassins will be playing a part in in one way or another. Which is interesting too, because we know that at least Rachel Ghoul was at odds with Damian Dark, uh, which is recapped in the pro- the previously on, which yeah. was that he left and they were they were like buddies and then he damien dark was like nah screw this i'm gonna go do my own thing uh at splinter group as you guys said and so there's exists the possibility that the league of assassins might be a valuable ally against this yeah but deals with the devil etc <laughs> your mileage may vary <laughs> <laughs> um yeah any anything other we missed yeah here? did we not discuss anything are there any other things you guys wanted to uh mention general feelings um they mentioned walter Steele. yes walter Steele. Yeah. i wish he would come back i was like well oh, I yeah, they yeah, killed yeah, him yeah. Like walter. because they walk in and they're i talked to walter Steele, but he passed i think they're like, saying oh, wait he does passed. that mean he died but he passed on being mayor yeah passed on being right yeah. i thought so too for a second yeah, yeah like, i do like the point that they've, they've had so many damn mayors yeah um i enjoy yeah. they, they seem to do this as they did with the flash this week they did a good job of like hanging a lantern on the things that are uh been like ongoing tropes mm-hmm. um like the mayor thing or on on flash they did the <laughs> star lab security yeah. um which is nice <laughs> yeah. which was yeah and just to talk about that for a second when when that person walks in at the end of that one and that was pretty amazing goes, for real yeah <laughs> <laughs> they go on and on about how they've beefed up security and then this guy walks in he's like yeah. really oh god and cisco not to talk about that shit too much but cisco's going on me i used to really hate him uh, i love him he, still i, I love him. he just he, he was like a caricature of a nerd it was just too much but yeah, yeah. he's, he's yeah. turned into like an actual reasonable character now which is good um i was gonna say i'm i once again i liked that we had a small barry cameo in this episode yeah. um yeah. and it wasn't about barry fixing something for oliver or like helping out it was just about them being friends mm-hmm. um which is nice because it serves to sort of reinforce the idea that this is this is a this is a connected world and barry would show up if it was the funeral of someone really important mm-hmm. right well more to the not maybe not more to the point but uh to me it cemented the fact that this is not a ploy or something yes because he wouldn't lie to barry like that well, and I read well, a, we, yeah. I read an interview with a couple of the EPs talking about this, and they don't reveal anything about that, other than to say it sounded like what a, whoever's death this is, it would be permanent, and that they're going to find a way to sort of explain like the Lazarus Pit is a dangerous thing, right? Because you can just keep bringing people back. So it yeah. sounded like they're going to find a way of dealing with that, explaining why you can't just keep doing that or what the restrictions mm-hmm. on it are. Um, and we do already have one character slated to be resurrected in the form of Sarah. 
which I right. think is coming up in the next few weeks because uh, we're also getting a visit from John, oh, John Constantine. Oh, yeah, right. Uh, who right. may, it seems, be very useful in dealing with the mystical stuff that they're going to be dealing with now, right? So, so that, that show got canceled? Is that right? Constantine did get canceled, but Matt yeah. Ryan will appear on yes. Arrow as John Constantine. Yeah, yeah. Um, only apparently for one episode that I, I'm kind of hopeful that they might leave the door open for him to come back. Because I really sure. enjoyed Matt Ryan. That was, he was the only good part of that show. <laughs> yeah. So do we know if John Barrowman is a series regular? He is a regular, year? I believe. Okay. Yeah. So he'll be around. We just haven't yeah. seen him yet. I mean, which is fine. He he didn't need to be No, you got to use him sparingly. If anything, last yeah. season, they used him too much. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, one thing, one thing about the funeral, the funeral scene, grave scene, whatever you want to call it. Um, I like how Barry wears a wears a suit with sneakers. Yeah, <laughs> that's what he does on that show too. Um, I was I kind of s- didn't like the fact that he super sped away. Yeah, that seems rude. Like, it doesn't seem very respectful. <laughs> I would like to see him like sidle over towards the edge of the screen very slowly. It seems and like, you know, like it, you. I don't know. Maybe that's the thing for people who don't watch the Flash, just to sort of remind them who that guy is. Right. Yeah. Um, Since he's not a complete regular i will say and again not to spend too much time talking about the flash but i will say of the two i think in some ways this was a better season premiere i agree because that one felt more like table setting like there was a lot of like maneuvering people into place and wrapping up plot lines that didn't quite get wrapped up last year whereas this one seems like let's just jump straight into Mm -hmm. the new season yeah i I didn't dislike i mean i liked liked it too i I liked the flash one too but it um, wasn't a good premiere for me it was it was a fine episode it just didn't really And I had things, things bug, there were a couple of things that bugged me about that episode, um, that I did not find in this, in this one. Yeah. No, I, I feel like everything in here f- was pretty much working. You know, this wasn't yeah. necessarily an A plus episode, but like this was yeah. a solid start up the season premiere. Yeah. At which I feel very good about because last season, uh, the flash was just a better show. Yeah. So yes. it seems like they have, you know come back and give him yeah i mean we may end up with a like a tiktok thing i don't keep track of of who's writing what but that was always like a thing on star trek right and oh and and uh, a big thing on uh, buffy and angel was that they would they would swap the writers back and forth and when you got the good writers you'd get good shows and then (laughs) then they go back on the other the other show well this one was written according to wikipedia by mark guggenheim and wendy merkel who are the showrunners for arrow Uh, And I think the Flash ones are, uh, I feel like they've built up in the last year, probably separate writing staffs more. Um, Because it sounds like uh, Berlanti, who's the one, the producer, did the story for both, it looks like. But uh, Andrew Kreisberg, who was on Arrow, was one of the writers for the the Flash premiere. So it seems like they've diverted, you know, they have a little bit of crossover in terms of like the producers, but I feel like their writing departments have, have gotten a little bit farther. Yeah, they've yeah. tightened up their collaboration too. It seems. Um, yeah, nice. There's a mention of uh, Flash Day. Yep, and the high yep. speed f- train runs between their two cities, which makes sense because from everything we've seen, Central City is in like really. I mean, aside from being rebuilt at the because of the singularity, like <laughs> Central City seems to be having a better day, better year than yeah. than yeah. Star yeah. City. Also, the existence of a high speed train makes it so that you don't have to make excuses for why they can be yes popping back and forth Agreed. all the time. That's nice. Yeah. That's a nice play. It's um, like this high treat night to Nanda Parbat. <laughs> Just to talk the the, the details of, of watching the, the episode, I noticed that it was on Hulu the night that it came out. Um, at least it was like 10, after 10 o'clock West Coast time, which I was surprised by. And I don't know that I really checked that last year, 
with any regularity anyway. Um, but it's always seemed to me that you had to wait until the next day to get it. Yeah. At least that was my perception. So I'm hoping that that's actually, that that's something that's going to be consistently done. And, and, and I seems like it's new, but I don't know for sure. Um, yeah, I, I, that'd be nice. Certainly. I, I like that. Yeah. Uh, well, particularly for doing this show. <laughs> right. Well, there's that. Freeze up another day. To get um, it in. let's see. So a lot of stuff to look forward to this season i think um it looks like next week we have an episode called the candidate um maybe that will deal with i i believe didn't we see i think jerry ryan is going to be on as like a mayoral candidate or something oh that's right yeah that's right so and then the week after that is called restoration which seems to suggest uh something potentially mystical uh so i will be interested to see how that plays out. Do you know for sure that Sarah's coming sooner rather than later? Because that show doesn't start until mid-season, right? Yeah, but I think they're going to do some stuff with her in between. It's not like they're going to resurrect her in one episode and just be like, see you later, I feel like. Okay. Uh, but I don't know. There's going to be... There is some stuff coming up later because uh, episode eight, which is probably farther out, is called Legends of Yesterday, which seems to oh, yeah. hint to the Legends of Tomorrow coming uh, in January. But we also have to, you know, I don't know, are they going to resurrect Ray? On are we going to get Ray back on Arrow before the spinoff starts? I would think so. Yeah, so I would think so. There's too, a lot but... of little seeding. I feel like that needs to happen, and and that could be good or bad. I mean, we've seen as we commented last year. You know, sometimes I felt like they were too overburdened with trying to run two shows at once. So when you throw a third show into the mix, yeah, uh, we'll have to see how that goes. Mm-hmm. At least they're tonally more similar this year. So far, anyways, yeah. So far, I would agree. Yeah. Uh, any last thoughts before we wrap up? Uh, just thumbs up. I was, I was pleased with the way it started. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the season. I was yeah. kind of dreading it a bit. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't. I mean, I watched last season; it was fun. But uh, th- I mean, they they're just off to a much better start this season. Yeah, I would tend to agree. Yeah. Uh, and I look forward to uh, next year when the uh, inevitable Green Lantern spinoff comes around. <laughs> <laughs> then, we'll, then we'll have four shows we'll to keep track so of. So many shows. That's, uh, that's going to be a really hard character to write. It is, I but I actually kind of, I kind of, I'm kind of looking. I, I would love to see them try it. I will yeah. be interested to see if they're thinking about that. And it does seem like there's been more Easter eggs for that than any other thing. Yeah. 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 They really have. Um, so we will have to see, but we will be back next week to talk about episode two. Thanks you all for tuning in. Thanks to my co-hosts, John Moltz. Thank you. And Guy English. Thank you. And we'll see you next week. Bump, 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 bump,